Hello neighbors, hello friends. Well, if your neighbors aren't your friends, well, you just pretend that they are. But when they go too far, like complaining that you change your password on your own Wi-Fi, when your 80-year-old neighbor hits on your 20-year-old guy, where there's a burnout car on their front lawn, and they've got no curtains, but they're watching porn that they made themselves. Well, it's time to do something else Like call Neighborhood watching Call Neighborhood watching Call Neighborhood watching With back and neck amazing and well listening neighborhood watching listeners yes that's right bex the one with all the words and i'm the one that takes forever to say one freaking sentence but we all have our role to play mine is to be the dumbass Aww. and here i am so welcome and i would like to also say welcome to my most amazing but a bit of a bitch because we're trying to be nice with a little bit of insult co-host Miss Beck. Beck. Screw you, buddy. Uh, and then say something nice. Okay. Um, no, Screw you, my angel. My little sweetie. <laughs> my erotic little seductive <laughs> pal. Right. So let's get our pants on, pants off, and let's get into it. That implies that our pants are currently off. <laughs> And now in order to start this story, pants need to be popped on. And I today am wearing a... Um, How many layers of a, pants? A corduroy three-quarter pant. And they are not a swift pant to get on and off. Oh, whereas I'm wearing a slide-on, slide-off harem pants for mm. I'm a fucking hippie. Because she's MC Hammer. Mm. But I have teamed it with a Doctor Who t-shirt. So nerd and hippie. Mm. Or, as it says to most people, no fashion sense. <laughs> <laughs> right, now I'm going to talk about a neighbourhood experience that I have. Now, one of the things that I like to do very much is to support local. Mm-hmm. Not just Australian, not just Queensland, not just Brisbane, mm-hmm. but my neighbourhood, you know, my, my local suburb. Mm-hmm. The people who are sharing the same footpaths and oxygen and those sorts of things with me. I am familiar with that, yes. Sewerage. Mm. That, yeah, sort of yeah. Mm. Wi-Fi. Okay. No, bridge too far. Uh, You've sorry. just taken it too sorry. far. Right, so we had a, uh, a salon, a beauty salon open up in mm-hmm. a suburb that I lived in. Yes. It was called Beauty on a Budget. Oh, okay. Yeah. Red flag. Mm. A bit of a red flag, mm. but very close to me, very convenient and mm. cheap. Right? And this, this was at a time when I was a divorced mother with two small children, mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of time, didn't have a lot of money, uh, you know, I was working and blah, blah, you know, mm-hmm. and you've got to feed them and clothe them and blah. Oh, They're God, very it's relentless, isn't Very it? needy toddlers, aren't they? Oh, very needy. So I thought I will make an appointment. So I made an appointment, popped in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I walked in, I realised it was possibly a beauty salon slash truck stop. 
Oh. Right, it was very, shall we say, rustic. Industrial. Mm, industrial, industrial, with with uh, just a, a whiff of, oh, I don't know, something that was urine Formaldehyde? Oh, that could have been it. <laughs> it, it. It was not, not nice. But, you know, don't judge a book by its cover, mm. okay? Mm. So they sent me into this... Mm my room, mm. suite, mm. which I think was a cupboard. Mm. Uh, and uh, <laughs> sectioned off with a shower curtain. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. And a curtain that looked very grubby, oh. you know, not, not oh. very nice. Uh, and I was having a leg and a bikini wax. Oh, dear God. Uh, yeah, so I really was taking my life in my hands oh. here. There, there were the infection potential... <laughs> Oh, getting a crotch wax at a truck stop. Getting higher and higher. <laughs> now, thank God I wasn't getting stripped. I wasn't getting debushed. Oh. Just just a little bit of a tidy up. Okay. So in I went. They said, take your pants off, mm. obviously, mm. Uh, but you leave your undies on. So took my, uh, you know, trousers mm. off, mm. and then I realised that I was wearing, right, a G-string. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't wear G-strings. Mm. I only wear G-strings when I have let the washing go for two weeks and mm. I'm at the barrel end of the underwear I can wear. Okay. I'll tell you why I don't wear G-strings. Mm. I'm listening. I never put them on right. No. Do you know how many times I've walked around going, I don't think I put that thing on right? Yeah, no. So, I've, I often pop my legs in the wrong holes. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, suddenly there's things going on I'm not, not, not happy about. Uh. So I was really embarrassed. Mm. So I'm looking around for a modesty towel. You know, normally when you go to these, first you get your legs done and you can pop a little towel over your crutch so that it gives you, you know, some modesty. And particularly when you're going to have to then roll over on your stomach and have your big ass cheeks hanging out. Why are your ass cheeks hanging out? Because you've got a G-string on. No. But and they're wh- doing the backs of your legs. Oh, your leg. Okay, because I'm going to say Jesus. How bloody hairy were you? No. <laughs> and I find it delightful that you're so that you're so shy, given you're about to have a complete stranger fishing around in your undergrowth, but you want a modesty towel. I do want a modesty oh, towel. Oh, okay. All and right. I am like that. So, mm. so when I had a mm. baby, and mm. they said I had two babies, mm. they said you can be nude. Mm. I went. I pop it. I'm going to keep my top on first, mm. right? Mm. So I kept my top on. Mm. For birth. Mm. Uh, no, isn't, isn't that quite normal? No, lots of people nude up and they said you can stand naked in the shower and, and rock your hips. I'm like, no, I'm not a dickhead. I don't want to do that. I'll just sit here. <laughs> sit here with my nightie up. What is wrong with you? People? Oh god. Mm. Uh, so so yeah, so I kept popping the top on. I had okay. my top on. So mm. I was, you know, I was thinking, oh my god, they've forgotten to get me one. Mm. Or maybe beauty on a budget. You don't get one. They can't afford them. Can't afford them because mm. it's a budget. Can't right? afford modesty. No. So I was, you know, feeling very apprehensive about this, not comfortable at all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so my beauty therapist, in inverted commas, <laughs> came in, <laughs> which then, you know, really reinforced my idea that perhaps I was at a truck stop. Mm. Uh, she, she was a... Um, well, she wasn't a smooth woman, you know. She wasn't um, 
How so? Mm. What uh, do you mean smooth as in she wasn't hairless or smooth no. as in she was, uh, you know, swish smooth? She was rough around the edges. Okay. So she just popped down out of her 18-wheeler to come in and yeah. yank the yeah. pubic hair off a stranger yeah, in, a been, G, in a G-banger. She'd been fighting bikies out the back. Uh-huh. Fairly All short. Right. Mm. So she came in. And I said to her, because I was really embarrassed, and mm. when I'm embarrassed, I talk too much. Mm. And I said to her, oh, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry. I mean, you know, I wore this G-string and I feel really bad because you don't have a modesty towel and what am mm. I going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Anyway, so she, first of all, I will say she sort of coughed up some, a lung, mm. cigarette smoke lung, you know. <clears throat> oh, God. Very attractive. And she said to me, and I quote, mm. I see pussy and ass all day. Love yours is nothing special. <laughs> and I nearly rolled off the <laughs> To which you go, well, I'm strangely comforted but also offended by that because I think it's quite grand, actually. So. There goes this year's Christmas card, Frodo. <gasps> Mine was nothing special. Anywho. Had the wax. Well, she obviously hadn't had a bloody good look at it. No, and I think this was it. And she was about to get a bloody good look at it, <laughs> although thank God I was only getting a trim mm. around the around the pubic area. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I came out with, uh, well, a little burnt on one side because uh, the wax was too oh, hot. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, three to 400 ingrown hairs. So mm. I never went back. To Beauty on a Budget, and I've got to tell you that I have never, ever gone back to a suburban salon of any kind because I just said, you know what, I, even if they're going to burn me, mm. look smooth, mm. look swish, pop on some lippy, that'll make me brush your hair. I would make it a personal credo mm. that if you've got a random stranger fiddling around in your undergrowth or, mm-hmm. or anywhere near your face, mm-hmm. like your money maker or the mm. money shaker, oh. um, you're not going anywhere where the word budget is yeah. in the title. Yeah, and this is what I've decided. Mm. Mm. No budget. Mm. Corners are going to be cut. Yeah, mm. too many corners. Too many corners are going to be cut. You know, especially, especially if they're doing like your eyebrows and you get a mm. burn there or, you know, I haven't had to get a uh, the beard or whiskers done at any point, but... <laughs> If I did have to, I mean, you'll tell me when it gets over my lip there, won't you? Uh, It's like my girlfriend and I many years ago went to see a very well-known musical, Mm -hmm. uh, Menopause the Musical, and we were like in our, I don't know, 20s. There is nothing to sing about. No. Well, God, I can't. All I can remember is lots of songs about beards and sweating Mm. and vaginal dryness. So incorporate those three topics into a song. Try and find a word or a phrase that rhymes with vaginal dryness. Mm. Um, And my girlfriend, after it was finished, turned to me and said, you have to tell me when I'm growing a beard. And I went, (laughs) okay, will do. Will do. I say it to my husband because he will tell me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I say, if I ever need to get a little trim Mm. on the facial part, you have to tell me. You have to give me the... Give me the wink. Yeah, give me the wink. hey, Grizzly Adams, time to get down there. Hey, ZZ Top. Yeah. You might want to have a look in the mirror, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear, oh, dear. What are you, a hipster now with that beard? Oh, God. So I want to know... Have you had or seen a local business? 
uh, a suburban neighborhood business that you've either turned up mm. and had the worst experience mm. or you've just seen one and thought, you know what, I'm never going in there, but what the hell is going on? Uh, well, I do have one of my girlfriends was telling me a story about a mm. local business. So mm. she um, has blonde hair and mm. so she has to get that regularly Mm, blonde, well, you, you're blonde. Mm. So yeah, she has to get stuff done to it to keep it blonde all I'm the time. Now, honey. Yeah. Well, mm. no. Well, it's in, if I squint down, no, it's nah. beautiful. It's blonde. Mm. Um, so she she was getting that done very regularly, and she was also getting her what was she getting her eyebrows waxed. So okay. she was always also getting her eyebrows waxed regularly, okay. and she was getting these two things done at different places, mm. and it was very that's, time prohibitive. Yes, yes, that's not right, and very expensive. Yeah. So one day she's seen a local place open up near her, mm. and she's thought, "I'm going to give it a whirl. I'm going to go to this place, and I'm going to get my hair blonded and my eyebrows waxed at the same time." Yeah. So she goes to this local salon. The hair's getting blonde, whatever it is, they foils, whatever's happening in the head, that's all done. Mm-hmm. She's she's thinking, yes, that all this all looks good. This mm-hmm. all looks like what they should be doing. And then um, they're like, oh, we'll do the waxing now. And she's like, okay. terrific. And she loves, she's an oddball, she loves, she said, I just love that warm sweep of wax. On the, I just love the feeling of it. I it just Mind you, um, I turned off her a bit. I remember seeing um, we went to see Basic Instinct when it came out at the movies. If you're listening, she's gone off yet. Uh, um, oh. <laughs> that is a lie. We went to see Basic Instinct and Michael Douglas, there, there's a scene, if you haven't, shout yourself a look at Basic Instinct. Everybody must have seen it by now. But there's a scene after he yeah. and Sharon Stone, one of the scenes where they have sex and he gets Not up. Not Sharon on, Stone, Glenn Close. Basically. No, basic oh, instinct. Sorry. Yeah, yes. no, she's the I bunny was boiler. Of fatal yeah, no, this there. is the leg crossing. The oh, gratuitous that's right. beaver shot. And um, there is one scene after they've had sex and he gets up at night to go to the toilet or something mm. and he's walking away from the camera and he's got like this saggy little flat bottom. <laughs> he's got man bum. And he had notoriously a hairy back. And oh, my girlfriend's yeah. like, oh, God, that does it for me. What? I know. And I went, I didn't think people like you existed that loved a hairy back. Nobody likes a hairy. Nobody wants to go out with Teen Wolf, do they? Yeah, well, she did. Oh, Oh, I know. Hairy chest I like. Oh, yeah. A hairy chest I could could cope with, but a hairy back. No. So, yeah. And she liked that one. And if you're listening, I'm going off you too. Well, the upside is that we would never obviously have to compete for men because the moment a shirt got whipped off, Mm -hmm. if I even got a a suggestion Mm. of a hair that was Mm. past the shoulder blades, I'm out. I'm out. No, not for me. No, you are the weakest link. Yes, yes. So anyway, you are the missing link. You are the missing link. <laughs> um, so she's at this new salon. The hair's being blonded. Then she's like, and then they're going to do the eyebrow waxing. And so she's lying back and she's got her eyes closed and she's waiting for that beautiful warm sweep mm. wax over the eyebrows. Yeah. And she's like, she's lying there and it's like swish over one eye mm. and then swish over the other eye. And then the next minute, swish over oh. her top lip. Oh, and her eyes have shot open and she's like, what are you doing? And the girl's like, oh, well, I just thought you'd want me to take your moustache off while you were here. Oh, my God. And she's like, what moustache? And she was so horrified. And then the girl's like, well, I'm really sorry. I've got to do it now. Like there's no, 
if for anyone who's never had waxing, <laughs> yeah. once the wax is on, the only way the wax is coming off is by being torn off. Yeah. So it doesn't. You can't just sort of apply a blowtorch and melt it off your face. You never want to miss. So she got a warm swoosh of wax over her top lips so this young girl could remove her moustache. And then you know who got hurt in this story? It was me. Why? Because she got stuck into me. She's like, how the fuck did you not tell me I was growing a moustache? And I'm like, because I didn't know. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. Uh-huh. But, yeah. That's right. She'd walk ahead and you'd go, hey, everyone, move you. Hey. <laughs> Oh, it's Tom Selleck. <laughs> oh, gosh, sorry. Oh, it's <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so she never – so there seems to be a bit of a theme, actually, in the local beauty salon, mm. like steer clear of a local beauty salon. Oh so, yes. Oh, she would be devastated. She'd mm. go home and have a cry. Well, you know, like one minute you're walking around thinking that you're, you know, mm. eating a bit and the next minute you've got some fucking <laughs> fetus tearing your moustache off. <laughs> So hurtful, so hurtful. Very hurtful. You know that I was reading that it's it's very it's a big thing now to have no hair on your arms as a a lady. No down. Uh, They like to have hairless arms. You fucking get over it. It's not. It's. I mean, if I had like black curly hair coming out of my arms, I'd go right. And I can see that. Yeah, well, I'm assuming Dave would alert you to that at the same time that he'd alerted you to your beard. <laughs> hey, hon, you look like a Sasquatch. Yeah. Do something. Not one part, not one man in my entire life is going, hey, that oh. down's a bit disgusting. Well, rip that shit off. Well, rem- you rip it off, dickhead. Remember there was that woman that we worked with? She was a big unit and she was... Um, she used to work in operations and ah, she yes. she was very happy to tell everyone that her new boyfriend liked mm. her hairless. Mm. And I thought she Bold meant... Bold as a badger. Yeah, I mm. thought, she, you know, she meant that she waxed her puss. Mm. But it's like, no, mm. everything. Like she said, the only hair on my entire body is eyebrows, eyelashes and the top of my head. <laughs> and it's like, and then when she said that, yeah. I've like looked and it's like, oh, my God, you look like a dolphin. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're going to swim and the Olympics, I can understand this. But, but is it is is arm hair slowing you down sufficiently no. to warrant its complete <laughs> removal? And then can I point you towards that seminal episode of Seinfeld mm. where Kramer says when you take it off, it comes back thicker and darker. Yep. And yep. all I can imagine is is the fine downy hair on mm. my arms being removed and mm. then it growing back like I'm some kind of orangutan. I know. <laughs> this is and the other thing, the other disturbing thing mm. for me in that story mm. is if my husband said, I don't like any hair on your body, mm. except for I would go, mm. who cares? Mm. Whatever. Mm. I'd go You're uh, a weirdo. Okay, uh Fuck off and then fuck off some more. And when yeah. you fucking get there, fuck off and then fuck off back here and then fuck off again. I wish you were taller. Mm. You could say that. That's right. I wish you had uh, I, I just a bigger dick. I, <laughs> do I, something about that, would I'd you? i say that to all the men. <laughs> what? Is this the only size that comes in? Where's the rest of it? <laughs> Did you hide it? Oh. No, I just, I don't understand that. And and reverse it. Women who tell men how to do their hair or do... Manscaped. How to dress or mm. whether... To, yeah, you know, either you like a person or you don't. Mm. I just... 
having hair or not having hair is not going to make me any happier in life. It's a whole industry though, isn't it? And I I'm fascinated that there's a whole global multi-million dollar industry now mm. just dedicated to those two tiny little bits of hair above your eyeball. I know. Well, the, actually the four little bits, whole billion dollar industries related to making your eyelashes a little bit longer oh. or your eyebrows a certain shape. Like if I have a rule, if I'm hurtling up the highway at 110 kilometres an hour right. and I hurtle past your car and your fake eyelashes are so big I can see them <laughs> at high speed, then they are too fucking big. I, I've seen a lot of them. I also would like to know who could be asked putting on false eyelashes before leaving. I can barely stick on a tinted moisturiser. Well, I can attest to the fact that some days I'm happy that you've just managed to get pants on. Oh, yeah, and a little bit of Rexona. How long does it take? Like, yeah, having to... It's sort of funny, isn't it, that that on some bits of our body we're sticking on extra hair mm. but on many other bits we're taking off the hair if we could learn to recycle it like if could yeah. you could you get your bikini line waxed and then get that sort of recycled into some kind of eyelash mm. or eyebrow well, affair maybe i mean my eyelashes are so short mm. because and quite curly i noticed <laughs> Oh, we might be onto something here. Uh, Because at the age of uh, 12, someone Mm. dared me to cut them off and I did. Uh, Didn't really grow Mm. back. Um, So I couldn't even have eyelash extensions if I wanted them because they just wouldn't fit. But eyebrows, you know, Mm. maybe... I do hate the look, but maybe the women in the 70s had it right. Shave the bastards off and then pencil them on. and then pencil them back on. You know? Well, I do like that idea because you could always pencil on, and and particularly now you can get them tattooed. Mm. I always said if I got tattooed eyebrows, I'd get one, like, cocked. So I looked permanently quizzical. So people were always like, gosh, she's a sarcastic bitch. She's always looking at me like she doesn't trust what I'm saying. And I just, or you could get them angry. Mm. Like you permanently, geez, Nakia's got the shits all the time, hasn't she? That would be really good. I Mm. would go with the, or the perpetually both cocked so you're always a little surprised. Constantly surprised. Oh, here's Nakia. She's always surprised. Oh, she's a breath of fresh, isn't she? She's always just got a really startled expression on her face. I have that thing with if you had to, I mean, I understand Mm. if you didn't have eyebrows to get get them tattooed, but, Mm. you know, getting your lipstick tattooed on Mm. or getting eyeliner tattooed on, it's just at some point, if you're lucky, you'll be 80. Mm. And then it will just look. And that has always been my problem with tattoos. One day, if I'm lucky, I'll be 80 and I'll be in there getting my hemorrhoids done and I'll go, whoa, I wonder what that fucking thing was originally, (laughs) which is why I didn't get another tattoo. The other one being that they went through this stage where all the girls got dolphins on their um, just the top of their pubic sort of area. Mm. And then they would uh, show all the boys, oh, I get a dolphin. Do you want to see? Do you want to see? You know. And what, I just, what would a dolphin near pubes signify? Well, it's just a, an opportunity to show them your rooty bits, I suppose. I mean, the top of your rooty bits. So it was a bit seductive. So I've got to, to have like a porpoise. Yeah, near your puss, a poor puss. (laughs) Oh, see what I did there? Nothing. I did absolutely nothing. No, No. nothing. A really Mm. bad pun. No, the the porpoise, the poor puss. The the purpose of the porpoise, yes. Was, was, uh, I think it was 
pre the flower, I'm going to get a rose. Oh, okay, the tram stamp, the Pamela Anderson yeah. barbed so wire. It was pre that, so yeah. it was right on the top of the the line. Oh, okay. And then they'd go, oh, you and say to boys, well, oh, you want to see my 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 tattoo? And I used to mm. think. Yeah, you want to see my vagina? Pull your pants. <laughs> and while you're there, have a look at the porpoise. <laughs> I call it the porpoise. I, I have, I had, I have no patience for that shit. Mm. I remember being at a pool party once, a neighbourhood pool party. Oh, I was perfect place to pull out a porpoise at I, a pool I party. I was quite drunk, and there was one girl who'd been annoying me all night mm. with her silly little girl at. And was she a baby talker? Mm-hmm. You know how much I love a grown woman who's a baby talker. God, I hate that. I love her. And then she would do that. Don't push me in the pool. Don't push me. But, you know, she had a white shirt on with no bra. She just oh, so God. wanted to be pushed. <laughs> don't push me in the pool. I'm doing it. And I was really drunk and I walked by and she did you push it? And I just shoved her in the pool <laughs> and just kept walking. <sighs> Anyway, I didn't get invited back to that neighbourhood thing. Uh, so cruel. Oh, I hate people like that. Yeah, my husband, if I want to really get on his nerves, mm. I try baby talk. Oh. He can't stand it. Oh, I I loathe it. Mm, me too. That woman I used to work with that baby talked, it's just like my, as a, as a man, I imagine you would never have an erection again if you heard a woman baby talk. Although I, I, some, I suppose yeah. everyone's into something, aren't they? Yeah, but, yeah. And so some but, men aren't uh, as clever as others. Um, the the woman I used to work with who'd do baby talk, she'd mm. ring and do the baby talk to me on the phone. Oh, no. And I would just go, what? No. What? No. And force her to speak properly. Mm, to speak me. like a grown-up, you yeah. clown. Anyway, mm. drove me nuts. All right, well, that's uh, neighbourhood businesses. I thought mm. that would be a new uh, angle to bring out mm. into no. our, our podcast. There's a lot of neighbourhood big businesses I would like to rag on. We might have to do a few more episodes that about this, so. well, about we... the stupid coffee shop that opened in my suburb and everyone lost their mind. Oh, have you heard? We're getting a new restaurant. I'm like, oh, fuck off. It's a coffee shop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was a chain coffee shop, oh, wasn't it? Dear. It was too. And, and, yes, I know I'm the food wanker. Yeah, but. but. Most people have standards. And opening a chain of, like, yeah, a coffee mm. shop that's part of a chain in the mm-hmm. suburb does not a restaurant make. No. Just because no. you can throw a piece of fucking lasagna on a plate with a sprig of parsley and heat it in a microwave. There's not any reason to get excited. No, it's not. And uh, Ooh, you've opened a raw wound then, Nikia. I don't know where that came from. I'm You're so embarrassed. To food wanker. Oh, God. Oh. Okay. Well, I think this will, uh, well, in the future we're going to, you know, get wider from mm. the actual neighbourhood neighbour mm. to what's in the suburb. Into the neighbourhood. Mm. Right out into the neighbourhood. Exactly. Into the thick of it. Into the... Think of it where all the where all the dirty people live. Mm, where all the graffiti is. Usually. And I will end with uh, the place that I lived last before I moved here, mm. open to brothel. So always good. Oh, I've mm. always wanted to live near a brothel. Well, I think I it just, would be fascinating. I wanted to catch a look at who goes in. Oh. Hi, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Honey. Oh, hi, hon. What are you doing? Don't forget your lunch. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Well, I think... I think that's it. What do you think? I think. Mm. Yeah, that's it. You can follow Neighbourhood Watching with Beck and Nick on Facebook.
please give our page a like and post your funny neighbourhood stories. We are also on Twitter at NWWBAN Podcast. You can rate and review us on your favourite podcast app. Please tell your friends, your family and, of course, your neighbours to listen to our podcast. And feel free to wildly exaggerate how hilarious it is. Thank you, Beck. Thank you for indulging me as I tell you the story of the world's worst wax. Oh, try saying that three times quickly. And just remember, everything should be on a budget. Oh, no. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Until next time, keep your ear to the ground, your nose to the grindstone, and most importantly for neighbourhood watching, keep your beady eyes peeled. This has been a production of The Nerd Infinite. And then the sound of dragons spitting fire and stuff. What? Why are you looking at me like that?